Good morning. I'm Alex Montesbella, and I'm one of the missioners for Congregation of Vitality in the Diocese, so I'm really happy to be here with you this morning. I felt welcome at 8 o'clock, and I'm feeling welcome right now, so thank you for being here this morning. Blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And blessed be God's family, now and forever. Amen. Let us pray together. Almighty God, to you all hearts are open, all desires known, and to you no secrets are hid. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily glorify your holy name. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Hear what our Lord Jesus Christ says. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commitment. And the second is like unto it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these, these two commitments hang all the law and the prophets. to have mercy. Be gracious to all who have gone astray from your ways, and bring them again with penitent hearts and steadfast faith to embrace and hold fast the unchangeable truth of your word, Jesus Christ, your Son, who with you in the Holy Spirit lives and reigns, one God forever and ever. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. If there's any children they're invited to go with Miss Williams this morning. Genesis. The word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision. Do not be afraid, Abram. I am your shield. Your reward shall be very great. But Abram said, O Lord God, what will you give me? For I continue childless, and the heir of my house is Eliezer of Damascus. And Abram said, You have given me no offspring, and so a slave born in my house is to be my heir. But the word of the Lord came to him. This man shall not be your heir. No one but your very own issue shall be your heir. He brought him outside and said, Look toward the heaven and count the stars, if you are able to count them. Then he said to him, So shall your descendants be. And he believed the Lord, and the Lord reckoned it to him as righteousness. Then he said to him, I am the Lord who brought you from Ur of the Chaldeans to give you this land to possess. But he said, O Lord God, how am I to know that I shall possess it? He said to him, 
Bring me a heifer three years old, a female goat three years old, a ram three years old, a turtle dove, and a young pigeon. He brought him all these and cut them in two, laying each half over against the other, but he did not cut the birds in two. And when birds of prey came down on the carcasses, Abram drove them away. As the sun was going down, a deep sleep fell upon Abram, and a deep and terrifying darkness descended upon him. When the sun had gone down and it was dark, a smoking firepot and a flaming torch passed between these pieces. On that day, the Lord made a covenant with Abram, saying, To your descendants I give this land, from the river of Egypt to the great river, the river Euphrates. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. The psalm appointed for today is Psalm 27. We will read responsively by the half verse. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom then shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom then shall I be afraid? When evildoers came upon me to eat up my flesh, it was they, my foes and my adversaries, who stumbled and fell. Though an army should encamp against me, yet my heart shall not be afraid. And though war should rise up against me, yet will I put my trust in the Lord. One thing have I asked of the Lord, one thing I seek. That I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the fair beauty of the Lord, and to seek God in the temple. For in the day of trouble the Lord shall shelter me in safety. The Lord shall hide me in the secrecy of the holy place, and set me high upon the rock. Even now the Lord lifts up my head. Above my enemies round about me. Therefore I will offer the holy place an oblation with sounds of great gladness, I will sing and make music to the Lord. Hearken to my voice, O Lord, when I call. Have mercy on me and answer me. You speak in my heart and say, Seek my face. Your face, Lord, will I seek. Hide not your face from me. Nor turn away your servant in displeasure. You have been my helper. Cast me not away. Do not forsake me, O God, my salvation. Though my father and my mother forsake me, the Lord will sustain me. Show me your way, O Lord. Lead me on a level path because of my enemies. Deliver me not into the hand of my adversaries. For false witnesses have risen up against me, and also those who speak malice. What if I had not believed that I should see the goodness of the Lord? In the land of the living. O tarry and await the Lord's pleasure. Be strong, and the Lord shall comfort your heart. Wait patiently for the Lord. A reading from Philippians. Brothers and sisters, join in imitating me and observe those who live according to the example you have in us. For many live as enemies of the cross of Christ. 
I've often told you of them, and now I tell you even with tears. Therein is destruction. Their God is the belly, and their glory is in their shame. Their minds are set on earthly things. But our citizenship is in heaven, and it is from there that we are expecting a savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. He will transform the body of our humiliation that it may be conformed to the body of his glory by the power that also enables us, him to make all things subject to himself. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, whom I love and long for, my joy and crown, stand firm in the Lord in this way, my beloved. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Some Pharisees came and said to Jesus, Get away from here, for Herod wants to kill you. He said to them, Go and tell that fox for me. Listen, I am casting out demons for cures today and tomorrow, and on the third day I finish my work. Yet today, tomorrow, and the next day, I must be on my way. Is it possible for a prophet to be killed outside of Jerusalem? Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the city that kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to it. How often have I desired to gather your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings, and you were not willing? See? is left to you and help to the time when you say blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord the gospel of the Lord You may be seated. Good morning, everyone. I'm excited. Oh, I love it. A lot more lively than our eight o'clock. I love our eight o'clockers, but I like the response. Uh, I'm excited to be back with you all up here in the front. Uh, usually, you can find me in the back, hanging out with our children's chapel kiddos. Um, I hope they're okay without me. I'm sure they are. Um, I know they just love hanging out with me. Um, but I'm excited to be back here. Uh, Mike is away this week spending time with family in New York, and so I'm here with Alex, the Alex duo, um, probably the best Alex duo around, so don't question it. Um, we are excited to be here. I'm excited to be doing this. Um, I have to admit, though, it's starting... Uh, first of all, I have to admit, this microphone doesn't fit my ear as well as Mike's does, so it's going to fall off about 40 times during this time together. Um, but I also have to admit 
that uh, this is starting to feel like a running joke slash um, hazing from Mike um, about the sermons and gospels he gives me to preach on that make me go, what? How do I, huh? Say that again? I'm about to Google a lot of stuff. Uh, <laughs> but I love the challenge, and I'm excited to be here and to interpret the scripture and try and convey what I think is happening here in the scripture. So, um, but next time, I would definitely enjoy a Jesus heals the blind, a little more straightforward gospel. <laughs> um, but, uh, but I kid, of course. Um, so today we find ourselves in the early um, stages of Lent. The second Sunday in Lent, to be precise. And so begins our season of preparation. The preparation for what awaits us on Easter Sunday and all that comes before it as well. I find Lent to be a very fascinating time. Not only are we preparing ourselves for the resurrection of Jesus and the joy that comes with that, but also his death. And the sadness that comes with that. The sadness that we hold in our hearts for what Jesus is going to go through. But in our gospel today, we are actually given a glimpse into the sadness that Jesus has for us. We glimpse a side of Jesus that literally cries out to us. And it's a lot. So let's talk about it. First things first, Jesus calls King Herod a fox. And at first, I thought this was a very comical insult. Jesus was just dishing out. You go tell that fox. And I was just like, yeah, Jesus, you tell him. <laughs> but come to find, it was not just an insult, yet a very well thought out metaphor that comes all the way back around at the end of the scripture. Because as we move forward in the reading, we hear Jesus weep and cry out to Jerusalem, who has basically rejected him at this point, and say, how often have, have I desired to gather your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings, and you were not willing? This whole thing may sound odd, at first, but when you remember that Jesus loves to talk in metaphors and parables, it starts to make a little more sense. Jesus' use of the word fox was not just a fun insult, as I had originally thought. However, I'm going to definitely be using it as such moving forward. But more so as a metaphor that fit into this concept of a hen gathering her brood or her chicks under her wing, a metaphorical fox that represents those things in life that will keep us from gathering under the wings of Jesus. For foxes, as I found out after Googling it, will kill and eat hens and their chicks. It took me a lot longer than I care to admit to put this metaphor together. But when I did, I realized Jesus is not just spitting insults when he references Herod as a fox, but yet he is spitting wisdom. For there are things in this world that are going to try 
and keep us from the arms of Jesus. Things that are going to try and take us away. Things that if I get a vote, we need to start referencing as foxes. For foxes strive to keep you far from the cries of Jesus, who only wants to hold us in his arms. To love us with a love that knows no bounds and will always cry out for us. This gospel metaphor reminds me of a children's song I hear way too often, being the father of a two-year-old who watches YouTube and all the music you could ever imagine. <laughs> the song in particular I am reminded of today is the Five Little Ducks song. And for those of you who don't know that song, it sounds a little something like this. Uh, I printed my lyrics so I don't forget them. Oh, I moved them. That's okay. It goes, five little ducks went out one day over the hill and far away. Mother duck said, quack, 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 quack. And only four little ducks came back. <laughs> right? And the song goes on so on and so forth until there's only one. And then it goes so on and so forth and so forth until there's none. And then the song ends with the mother duck being sad one day, quack, quack, quack. And then all the ducks come back. And this song, when I talk to my sweet Evie, it's a very sweet song. We like this song. But in reality, that is, unless you listen to the lyrics, <laughs> you, once you truly listen to it, it becomes a very kind of sad song. A mother duck keeps losing her little ducks one by one, and they don't come back till the very end. It also sounds very familiar to the gospel we are reading today and the metaphor used within it. Jesus compares himself to a hen, which, for the sake of the song, we can switch to duck. <laughs> the song is meant to convey how much the mother duck loves her little ducks and how much it makes her sad each time one gets lost. Much in the same way, Jesus is saddened and weeped at the rejection he feels from Jerusalem. This mother duck is a lot like the metaphorical hen Jesus portrays in this story. A hen willing to have all of her chicks under her wing, though they are unwilling. Even with Jerusalem unwilling to accept Jesus, he wept for them, longing to hold them under his wing to show them a love and grace that only God can provide. Too often in my own life, do I find myself being the little duck, the brood of the chick, who is swept away by the foxes of life? Too often do I find myself being influenced by the Herods of my time, and much like Jerusalem, find myself rejecting God in some way. Whether that be in the form of questioning my faith, chasing worldly desires, or generally just doubting God's love for me. And I ultimately end up thinking myself not worthy enough to find my way back to the mother hen. Back into the fold with Jesus. Essentially being eaten or taken away by the fox. I'm sure we have all felt this way at some point. And it is here that I am reminded of another song that is near and dear to my heart and came to me at a very particular low point in my life when I was feeling exactly this way, surrounded by the foxes. And no, this time the song is not Mother Duck and Sweet Little Melodies. 
This song is called Times. And within the song is written many beautiful lyrics that remind me of the struggles and sadness that we are talking about today. The song starts off from the perspective of humanity and all the questions and doubts that we have. But the song beautifully ends from the perspective of God and how he might respond to those questions and doubts if we could hear him directly. What it might sound like to hear God cry out to us. How he would remind us of how powerful his love is. The words are, my love is over. It's underneath. It's inside. And it's in between. The times of confusion, chaos, and pain. I'm there in your sorrow, under the weight of your shame. I'm there through your heartache. I'm there through your storm. My love, I will keep you by my power alone. I don't care where you have fallen or where you have been. I'll never forsake you. My love never ends. I'll never forsake you. My love never ends. No matter where I have fallen or where I have been, because uh, Jesus, I have been to a lot of places. And I have fallen hard and fast over and over. Jesus says, my love never ends still. Changed my life. Continues to change my life. And continues to still be relevant, as we see here today. Jesus is literally rejected by the people he so longs to love. Kept from him by the foxes of the world. And yet he still promises to never forsake them. To never forsake us. Jesus literally calls us to come back under his wing to remind us that his love is over, underneath, it's inside, it's in between, all the times. This passage reminds us not only does Jesus weep and call out to, a, call out to us, but that his love will always be there for us. As we draw nearer to the death of Jesus, we are reminded that not only is this sad for us, but it's also sad for Jesus. But not for the same reasons. Jesus' heart breaks for us knowing that all we need is to accept his love. He literally cries out on the cross, forgive them, they know not what they do. Even in dying, Jesus is loving us beyond anything we could ever understand. God's love for us knows no bounds and has no end. No matter how far we have fallen, no matter where we have been, he'll never forsake us. His love will never end. So continue through this season of preparation, remembering that not only does Jesus weep and long for you, but he continues to call out to you, to bring you back under his wing and to love you with a love 
that passes all understanding. Amen. Stand with me and let us together profess our faith with the words of the Nicene Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty. The prayers of the people. Gracious God, we are your children. Your spirit lives in us, and we in your spirit. Hear us, for it is your spirit who speaks through us as we pray. Lord, hear us. Gracious God, you created the heavens and the earth. Bless the produce of our land and the works of our hands. Lord, hear us. Gracious God, you created us in your own image. Teach us to honor all of your children. Lord, hear us. Gracious God, in your steadfast love, you provide for your creation. Grant good rains for our crops. Lord, hear us. Gracious God, you inspired the prophets of old. Grant that your church may faithfully proclaim your truth to the world. Lord, hear us. Gracious God, you sent your Son into the world. Reveal him to others through his life in us. Lord, hear us. Lord Jesus, you sent your apostles to make disciples of all nations. Bless the clergy and laity of our diocese and church. Together with Andy, Hector, Jeff, and Kay, our bishops, in the diocesan cycle of prayer, Epiphany Calvert, Holy Innocence, Madisonville, St. Andrews,
Brian, and St. Bartholomew's, Hempstead, Justin, Archbishop of Canterbury, and Michael, our presiding bishop. Lord Jesus, for your sake, men and women forsook all and followed you. Call many to serve you in religious communities and in the ordained ministry of your church. Lord Jesus, you called your disciples to take up the cross. Deepen in each of us a sense of vocation. You prayed for your church to be one. Unite all Christians that the world may believe. You forgave the thief on the cross. Bring us all to penitence and reconciliation. You broke down the walls that divide us. Bring the people of this world to live in peace and concord. You taught us through Paul, your apostle, to pray for kings and rulers. Bless and guide all in authority. You were rich, yet for our sake became poor. Move those who have wealth to share generously with those who are poor. You said among the learned, listening and asking them questions, inspire all who teach and all who learn. You cured by your healing touch and word. Heal the sick and bless those who minister to them. You were unjustly condemned by Pontius Pilate. Strengthen our brothers and sisters who are unjustly suffering violence and persecution. You lived as an exile in Egypt. Protect and comfort all refugees. You knew the love and care of an earthly home. May your presence and protection be made known to migrant workers and their families. You open and none can shut. Open the gates of your kingdom to those who have died without hearing your gospel. You have been glorified in the lives of innumerable saints, especially St. Thomas. Give us strength to follow in their footsteps. Holy Spirit, you help us in our weakness and intercede for us when we cannot. Remember our petitions and thanksgivings before God, especially Chris, Ken, Nancy, Amber, Christina, and Patrick, and enhance our vision to see your presence in them. The congregation is invited to name their own celebration or petitions silently or aloud. In your infinite compassion, compassionate God, make your healing and peaceful presence known to the world. Comfort those who mourn, strengthen those who are weary, encourage those in despair, 
and lead us all to fullness of life. Father, we know that you are good and that you hear all those who call upon you. Give to us and all people what is best for us, that we may glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, who is alive and reigns through you and the Holy Spirit, now and forever. Amen. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Holy God, creator of all that is, donor of grace, Friends, hear this good news. The love of God is beyond measure, and you are included in that love. Know that you are forgiven and thus free to love and serve. Amen. Amen. The peace of the Lord be always with you. Thank you again for your hospitality. Oops, sorry. Sorry there, the uh, people that are watching us. <laughs> uh, I'm grateful for the invitation by Father Mike to come and be with you t this morning. Uh, thank you for Alex and your sermon. Uh, and uh, my position is, as I've mentioned before, is missioner for Congregational Vitality. We are 18 of missioners that are part of 18. It's called the Mission Amplification Team. And our work is to walk along communities, congregations, uh, in discerning what God is calling them to do. And to point them and connect them to resources. And, and again, like me, visiting different congregations to, to discover the gifts that are available in all these congregations. 57 counties that we cover as the Diocese of Texas. And seeing where some congregations may be very well, doing very well something. And others that need some help and connecting them to be able to encourage one another, uh, to share what they have learned, so that not only one congregation can be vital, but the whole diocese can be vital, and so that the gospel of Jesus Christ can be proclaimed all over the 57 counties of our diocese. So again, thank you for your hospitality, and I'm grateful to be here this morning. Oh, I just moved to Houston this past week. I've, I've been in this position for six months, since September of last year, but Yesterday, it seemed like a, uh, this past week, almost like, the, um, like sprinting. Sprinting so much that I hit myself on my head. So if you see, there's a mark on my head. It's not because of Ash Wednesday that something happened when they were putting the ashes. It was really, a, I hit the uh, attics 
uh, ladder. You know, it didn't move when I commanded it to move. It just and so it, it left a mark that I'll probably remember for the rest of my life and remember this time of Lent. <laughs> Thank you again. And I'm back. Did you miss me? I'm going to do announcements real quick um, before we jump into communion. Um, first of all, we had our, um, our, our food drive out here this past, um, not this yesterday, but Saturday before, very successful. It was also a busy Saturday because we had Boy Scouts and some of our parishioners out here cleaning up the, um, the beautiful um, gardens. So if you walk around and it feels springy and it feels nice and clean, that's intentional. Um, so we did a really, really wonderful job with that. Uh, a couple of things, and I gotta make sure I can read my handwriting. Uh, Nearly new is now reopened. It's a, it's our, it's our ministry organization um, down the street here. Uh, so if you ever get an opportunity to go down there and visit, you should go ahead and do that. Um, we have a Thursday morning Bible study for women. If you'd like to join with that, um, we are. This was added last night to the announcements by Mike. We are um, our partner ministry partner Lots Lord of the Streets is looking for water bottles. They are in need of water bottles, so um, we are going to try and collect some water bottles here in Crist Hall. Um, so that is, uh, if you just want to go to Walmart or a store, pick up a pack of water bottles, bring it here, we'll put it in Crist Hall, and then Mike and I will put a, a caravan together of loaded cars, and we'll take it down to Lord of the Street. So if you would like to help with that, please do. Um, we have the auction uh, for the school. The school auction fundraiser is April 2nd. Um, that's a Saturday, and it's going to be at... Um, Oh, goodness gracious, just the coffee shop. Java Al here across the street. Um, or I say, I don't keep saying across the street. It feels like it's across the street. It's a little ways, but it's very close. Um, so please join us for that, supporting the school if you can. Uh, we also have an art exhibition, and opening night is starting on March 25th. And then after that, you'll see the art in the hallway. So please be looking out for that and the beautiful art we're going to have. Um, and. Lastly, there are visitor cards in front of you if you're a visitor and you want us to have your information Please fill it out and let us know. We also have the weekly email that has all this information in it um, That gets sent out to you right now. You're probably getting a lot from us as you're you're also getting father Mike's um, During Lent he sends out lots of um, good devotions um, Weekly so you're getting those as well So if you need to be if you need to be added to that list, please let myself or Ellen know and we'll add you to that happily So thank you, and that's all of our announcements
Please stand with me. All things are from you, Lord. This is a table, not of the church, but of Jesus Christ. It is made ready for those who love him and who want to love him more. So come, you who have much faith and you have, who have little faith. You who have been here often and you who have not been for a long time or ever before. You who have tried to follow and you who have failed. Come, not because of the church invites you. It is Christ and he invites you to meet him here. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and a good and joyful thing, always and everywhere, to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, through Jesus Christ our Lord, who was tempted in every way as we are, yet did not sin. By his grace, we are able to triumph over every evil and to live no longer for ourselves alone, but for him who died for us and rose again. Therefore, we praise you, joining our voices with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven who forever sing this hymn to proclaim the glory of your name. Gracious Father, in your infinite love, you made us for yourself. And when we had fallen into sin and become subject to evil and death, you in your mercy sent Jesus Christ, your only and eternal Son, to share our human nature, to live and die as one of us, to reconcile us to you, the God and Father of all. He stretched out his arms upon the cross and offered himself in obedience to your will a perfect sacrifice for the whole world. On the night he was handed over to suffering and death, our Lord Jesus Christ took bread. When he had given thanks to you, he broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. 
After supper, he took the cup of wine, and he had given thanks, he gave it to them and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, do this for the remembrance of me. Therefore, we proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. We celebrate the memorial of our redemption, O Father, in this sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving, recalling his death, resurrection, and ascension, we offer you these gifts. Sanctify them by your Holy Spirit to be for your people the body and blood of your Son, the holy food and drink of new and unending life in him. Sanctify us also that we may faithfully receive this holy sacrament and serve you in unity, constancy, and peace. And at the last day, bring us with all your saints into the joy of your eternal kingdom. All this we ask through your Son, Jesus Christ, by him and with him and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. Amen. And now, as our Savior Christ has taught us, we are bold to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the peace. The gifts of God for the people of God. Take them in remembrance that Christ died for you and feed on him in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving.
Uh, please stand with me. Let us pray. Loving God, we give you thanks for your Do not be dismayed 
but the brokenness of the world. All things break, and all things can be mended, not with time, as they say, but with intention. So go, love intentionally, extravagantly, unconditionally. The broken would wait. The broken world waits in darkness for the light that is in you. And the blessing of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be with you always. Amen. repentance to love and serve the Lord. Thanks be to God. 